Welcome back to the Nerd Dose Podcast, where you get your daily dose of nerd content. Join us today as we discuss the latest movies, TV shows, and news. I'm your host, Zach, and today I am joined by my good friend, Kyle. We are talking about Star Wars. Woo, Star Wars. Oh my gosh. Big Star Wars uh, day. <laughs> mm-hmm, a lot of stuff so far. Mm-hmm. Like, first three episodes have been of Obi-Wan Kenobi just came out. A lot of new trailers and teasers have been coming out over the past couple weeks. Very intense stuff for the Vance. Yeah, we got uh, Star Wars Celebration was last weekend. I think that started Friday and that went on through the weekend and it looked crazy. They showed a lot of new projects and they even released the first two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi before they dropped to the rest of the world. And they got to they got to premiere with Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor. Uh the OGs. Yeah, oh my god. That's so cool. And I think I saw it's been like what, almost seventeen years or so since the end of Revenge of the Sith and then for them to start that or something like that. It's been Jeez. It's Hayden, been like that long. Hayden Christensen looks old. Yeah, he is. <laughs> like, I mean same thing with Ewan. I, I, mean, know, like, I know. Ewan looks the same old. though, but Hayden looks like oh yeah, it's been like a good fifteen years in between. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I mean he I haven't really seen him act in anything like mm. besides Star Wars. I know there was like one film he was in where jumper. he was like a jumper he was in there was like some other film i saw he was like a patient and uh doing getting surgery done and then he was awake for the surgery mm-hmm. and like it was like him narrating his stuff and like that but other than that that's all i saw so it's a really cool comeback for him to come back to play his role again as uh anakin and darth vader yeah it's fucking cool and this show was supposed to release uh may 25th on last wednesday but they pushed it back to Friday for a Star Wars celebration. And I think that's really cool. To start us off today, before we get started, uh, follow us on Instagram. Listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends about the podcast. We love Please doing this. Do. Yeah, we love doing this. And it's so much fun. We have a great time. And mm-hmm. we have not stopped watching movies at all. Yeah. It's, we have, it's always a constant watch for us. And like... As you can tell, with the next couple months, what's coming out? Like Thor is coming out soon. She Hulk is coming out. Um, I think in a couple weeks, I believe. Miss Mar- uh, She Hulk's Mar- the end of August. Miss Marvel's mm-hmm. next week. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna lay it down. I'm gonna lay it down. So I moved into my new apartment last week. Kaya <laughs> moved back home for the next five weeks or so. Yeah. So this <laughs> we're recording for the first time. I think. In the podcast history, apart, we recorded one time last summer, but that that got entirely scrapped because it sounded yeah. so bad. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, but this time we kind of have an idea, and we hope that it sounds better. And you know, maybe we'll never have to see each other face to face recording ever again. <laughs> oh, that's a lie. We were literally going to be neighbors in like two months. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> yeah, I moved into my apartment. Um, I've been ranting to my friend, our friend Lee from Lights Camera Rants the past like week about all the drama, you know, no air conditioning. And then we got the hottest day in the Midwest during that time. Uh, no Wi-Fi for the past week. Yeah. And then just sucks. so many random problems that have been very frustrating to handle on top of working full time as well. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, like you haven't even watched like a lot of stuff either. On top of that, mm-hmm. yeah, because uh, Stranger Things released last Friday, along with what was it, Friday the third, along mm-hmm. with the first two episodes of Obi Wan Kenobi. Not Friday the third. My apologies. What was it? Friday the twenty seventh, twenty eighth. I think whatever that Friday was. Mm, twenty seventh, twenty eighth, something like that, and. And then we got the season premiere of The Boys, first three episodes. That came out three days ago. So, I have been missing everything. <laughs> but that's You've been what... missing all the best stuff. Yeah, like, exactly. Especially for you, since you watch all this stuff. I've yeah. only watched... Yeah, I've only watched um, just the Obi-Wan Kenobi so far. I haven't touched Stranger Things or The Boys yet, but from what I've heard so far from those shows, like... You should you should watch the boys. Highly mm. recommend. It dives. It does a great job at diving into the idea of superheroes being assholes and mm, doing asshole things. Um, it's very gross. It's very graphic, but it's like take Deadpool and times it by a thousand. Especially with the oh. like season three. It's so oh. vulgar and gross, but it's so gritty, and the character's amazing. 
uh, Tony Starr, who plays Homelander, 10 out of 10 performance, maybe even the best like actor playing a comic book character in cinematic universes, beating Tony Stark, beating Captain, like, that's how good it is. Really? So if you're mm-hmm. sleeping on the boys, give it a shot. And you like superhero movies, you like R-rated content. I It's a 10 out of 10, great show. I loved it. It's coming back for like, a, I think a year and a half hiatus or so so everyone has like the energy and it's super fun but i have not caught up on stranger things yet but this past weekend i caught up on obi-wan kenobi which we're going to talk about later today and then i did catch up on the boys so Mm. i'm slowly getting there yeah (laughs) that's good i'll probably touch uh, or look into watching the boys uh, because like especially especially since it's a different type of superhero like story like you know we're so used to dc and marvel so at least this is getting a little glimpse of like this other side of like superhero movies or genres so it's one of the to it for sure it's one of the few shows that i can guarantee like guarantee you that i laugh out loud by myself i see you know how you can have friends over and their laughter makes you laugh mm. and but you know by yourself that's how funny this show is it's just it's fantastic you should honestly give it a shot yeah, I'll probably watch one episode tonight. Oh, see. really? Yeah, let's do it, buddy. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. What have you been watching? Give us a little uh, rundown. We've been watching a lot. Yeah, so what I've watched recently, um, I've been watching a lot of Chicago Med. I don't know why, just because I like medical shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, some movies I've seen, uh, Top Gun Maverick, which I just watched uh, two days ago. Really cool movie. We'll probably do a review on that sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I also watched Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers on Disney+. Plus. That one, I actually was really surprised on how well I liked that movie. Especially with, as growing up as a kid, watching all these cartoon characters. Not even just Chip and Dale. Just seeing all a lot of cameos from different cartoon universes into this movie was really eye-opening and really cool for me to um, see and like reminisce that all of these characters, I love watching them. So, if you have time, you should watch that. Yeah, I heard it's pretty decent you know the storyline mm-hmm. isn't the greatest and it, there's it's some <laughs> there is some controversial aspects to it especially pertaining to Peter Pan mm-hmm. but overall I think most people have enjoyed it for what it is you know it's got mm-hmm. enough cameos it's got enough humor to it to where it keeps you intrigued throughout the movie and yeah I've yet to watch it it went straight to Disney plus right Mm-hmm. Once right there, um, one of my obviously one of the big cameos that everyone loved was Sonic. Yeah, ugly Sonic, <laughs> uglier Sonic. Oh my god! <laughs> Which was really, I think that was the cake top for everyone to watch this movie because we all know the whole history of what happened with that Sonic stuff. So. It's funny that they were literally able to bring him back, which is really funny. I so. think it's even funnier on how they got the rights to use him. They like, did. They, yeah, there was a whole the thing parody, about it. the parody mm-hmm. clause. I think it was. And yeah. If they changed the name and change a few aspects of him, they were able to use him without the permission of Sega or I think it was Paramount. Sega and Paramount Studios, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they were able to bypass it with the loophole by mm-hmm. doing that stuff. I just saw Top Gun Maverick for the second time. Oh, God. In IMAX <laughs> yesterday. Mm-hmm. and absolutely loved it kyle and i would like to do a review on it so stay mm-hmm. tuned we hope that to be our next episode but yeah we loved it and we can't wait to talk about it fantastic yeah i'm ex- it was really i never really even seen like the first one yeah i've seen like partial parts of it but yeah just watching the second one it was really eye-opening and it makes me want to watch the first one yeah it makes in you want to go back mm-hmm. and watch the second one again just so i can and realize what everyone has been missing out because it's been what 36 years since the first movie came out and then the sequel coming out this year mm-hmm. yeah it's intense go to the movies a lot of things go to the movies we want to keep them mm-hmm. open it's a great yes. time you know memorial weekend couldn't be better yeah it was a good release of movies that were coming out and yeah. forgot next week or this week actually that the time we're recording this uh, Jurassic World is coming out. We have five days. Holy shit. In five days. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to end probably. up seeing it Thursday or Friday. Oh. I'm excited. Yeah, I we'll can't probably wait. Watch. I'll probably do the same also. Sweet. Uh, we're in blockbuster season, and it feels so good to be back. I can't wait I know. for it. And it feels good to have blockbusters that are not always superhero-related either. 
mm-hmm. you know, as, we, as much as we are obsessed with Marvel and all the superhero projects, we do love a good blockbuster that doesn't always pertain to Maverick. And mm-hmm. Jurassic World definitely fits that that niche that we need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially with those two movies, like those movies have been, I mean, for example, like I said, Top Gun been thirty six years since the sequel, and now with Jurassic World, you're gonna see the old cast from the first Jurassic Park movie into mm-hmm. this movie. It's like not even just like fans that watched it as a kid, but even like, like for example, my parents, they're they're excited seeing the old people the old cast members from these original movies into the newer movies so it's gonna be awesome seeing these and like worlds colliding essentially with old watchers and new watchers of this series mm-hmm. like going to the movie theaters together to watch this you know if they're doing it they're doing it right because they're connecting the older generation with the new generation and that mm-hmm. you know not just on screen but with the audience and the viewership you know, when we watched Maverick, the second time I went, I definitely compared the audience. I looked around the audience more. I mostly sat with 40 and 50-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> people who watched the original. So I think it's just so funny how, like, a movie can bring community together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's so interesting, and I absolutely love it. Yeah. No matter what shit's going on throughout the world, you know, I feel like movies in general can always bring everyone together, mm-hmm. regardless of your age, gender, or race or whatever it is like movies you movies will bring everyone together because it's such a cool like bonding i guess time together Mm -hmm. yeah 100 percent agree with you on that one Mm -hmm. jumping over let's start our star wars talk so goodness (laughs) uh we're gonna begin with the star wars celebration and all the projects that were recently announced with that and then to kind of follow up, we're going to do kind of like a review of the first three episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi and kind of what yeah. we think of it so far. Maybe some thoughts going forward, maybe predictions. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, but to start off, Star Wars Celebration. Uh, we just looked it up. Kyle gave us the details. <laughs> Anaheim Convention, uh, Southern California, uh, from May 26th to May 29th. Mm-hmm. Got, before memorial day yeah. yep got a ton of projects introduced and the first one i think that i'm most excited for and you might be as well is uh the new series andor they dropped the trailer for very yeah, that's intense yeah i just we just we watched it and i'm like oh my god it's a lot of um i guess like uh how do you say it like higher fort higher like police i guess you'll say with the stormtroopers or all of those people coming to like bombard the towns and stuff that they're living at i'm like what the hell is going on i'm scared mm-hmm. it so, kind of reminds me of hunger games for some reason but not really oh a little bit yeah yeah i can see that so this is a pre-girl to rogue one um it stars david luna's character cassian andor and kind of dives into the idea of the rebellion and what it was like to be a re- rebel during i guess when the empire was at its peak You know, throughout the trailer, we got to see a bunch of civilizations, like, hiding their weapons, taking cover whenever they saw the Empire entering their town. And so we're going to really dive into that aspect of just such a very controlled type government and what it is to feel like a citizen within that, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's kind of cool because... you're seeing this whole Star Wars universe in a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you're seeing it in a citizen's eyes now because, you know, we've been so used to, you know, um, Luke Skywalker or Obi-Wan Kenobi, for example, just seeing it in the Jedi's eyes and, like, in the Rebellion or the, all of those people, like, seeing it in their eyes. So this is giving the viewers a different perspective, which is really a different cool different take that we uh, we can get into at least with this very grounded i would say mm-hmm. and you know i think uh, rogue one kind of touched on this a little bit but they're also going to show us aspects of the rebellion getting their hands dirty you know mm. cassian was sent to kill jen's dad you know with a sniper we're going to see a lot of stuff like that where uh, the rebellion is going to realize they can't just fight like doing good. They're going to have to fight fire with fire. And it's going to be a cool side to see that because we've always kind of pictured the rebellion as these very peaceful, good guys. And the show is going to kind of take that perspective and twist it a little bit. And I can't wait. I, I'm most excited. This is my like biggest thing I'm excited for this summer. 
Yeah, you. I know you were a huge fan of Rogue One. Um, Favorite Star Wars movie. I yeah. love it. <laughs> so I think you're pretty. I know you're pretty excited for how this is gonna be. I'm not. Sh- were you like a big fan of Cassian? Um, not so much. I, I just liked. I think I just really enjoyed that. Like sh- the story of Rogue One. You know, it felt like a war movie inside the Star Wars universe. And it, and it didn't have to be Jedi and lightsaber or Skywalker focused to be a good movie. And mm. it does a great job of expanding the universe, expanding the world building. And this show does looks like it's going to just expand on that even more. And I'm going to love it twice as much. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited. You liked Rogue Run, right? Yeah, I liked it. It was pretty good. I feel like it's been so long since I watched it again. I just rewatched so... it like two months ago or so. Oh really? Well, I'll probably rewatch. I'll probably have to rewatch it, and maybe we can do a possible review on it. Oh shit! Yeah, dude, there were so many shots that were in the trailer. You know, like for example, they're like running across the water, and they're like, mm-hmm. "AT-AT is above them," and but you're at the human, like they're their perspective and you see how big it is never mm-hmm. made oh, seeing it from there yeah. yeah you never got to see you got to see some parts of that but you never got to see that in the movie i don't know i'm so obsessed with that movie and i don't know why you know it's <laughs> i know it's not that great of a movie it's just i have such a blast with it and like i said it's just a great and it feels like a war movie mm-hmm. but yeah this this show comes out august 31st it's gonna have uh 12 episodes per season with two seasons and then the end of season two is going to lead into the events of Rogue One. So my guess is he's going to meet up with Jin at the end of season two. But first confirmed, you know, Star Wars show on Disney Plus that has two seasons. Only show that yeah. has done that has been The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So That's really intense. I never really thought about that. Like, we never saw, like, two seasons, like, back to back, like, coming out with this. Like, besides, like you said, Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Like, lo- reflecting, like, back to looking at marvel stuff marvel shows like they've only just done one season for all this stuff essentially mm-hmm. they've announced like at the end to see if it was successful for the show they would do a season two on it so it's cool seeing that they are doing they are like saying yep we're doing season two don't we don't care so yeah it's kind of similar to like loki how they announced season two like mm-hmm. before the first season even ended yeah pretty much like that stuff. Mm-hmm. but i'm excited for 12 episodes hope it's like 40-ish minutes long. I really hope they're not like 29. I need like a good 40 to 50 minute episodes. Like that would be perfect. But yeah, we noticed, I think me and you talked about it before we started recording, was Stellan Skarsgård is going to be in it. Yeah, which is surprising because like you saw him back in the old, uh, all of Marvel movies, especially Thor um, and Thor 2. And now he's jumping universes from Star Wars to, or from Marvel to Star Wars. And he was in Dune. Yeah, he wasn't doing. So it's just funny that he's such a popular actor that he's like dipped his toe in pretty much every franchise there is. Yeah. Fast mm-hmm. and Furious in... next. Yeah, he was in Mamma Mia. I just oh, forgot. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but... So he did musicals. He's done drama. He's done action. Like, what's next for him? I horror? Don't I don't know about horror. His sons cover horror. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Pennywise. Uh, from it. Pennywise. <laughs> yeah. It. Yeah. But we did mm-hmm. notice that Forrest Whitaker is coming back at Saw Gerrera, so hopefully... I didn't really like Saw Gerrera in Rogue One, so I hopefully that can build upon his character a little bit more to where I appreciate what he does in Rogue One a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But uh, moving forward, very excited, cannot wait, and I think it's also coming around the same time as She-Hulk, so mm. more Star Wars Marvel competition. Oh, goodness, this will be spicy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Mando Season 3... Uh, what was it? Announcement of the premiere date, I believe it is February of 2023, mm-hmm. and they even showed a little teaser of it. I saw the leak. I don't know if you did. It looks yet, like no. it's gonna heavily focus on Mandalore and the War of Mandalore, and then a lot. And I believe Bo-Katan is coming back, mm-hmm. and it looks cool so far. I think John Favreau mentioned like Grogu is gonna be the future of Star Wars. So happy to see that he's going to be sticking around a little bit more. But yeah, very excited for Mando season three. We kind of got like a two and a half season in Boba Fett. <laughs> Pretty much with that Boba. Oh I, my know, God. I forgot exactly. about that. Oh, <laughs> oh so dumb. So dumb. But yeah, we're mm-hmm. looking forward to that. Uh, 
kind of sucks we have like nine months away but i think we're looking forward hopefully we can watch the clone wars in between that because i hate how much the mandalorian is so focused on other projects mm-hmm. you know and i think yeah. ahsoka is gonna focus is like bringing characters from rebels which again is something like i've never watched and it kind of stinks mm-hmm. that those characters so many things are being brought from clone wars and rebels and it kind of takes away the aspect of being so good. The reason why I loved Mando season one and why I call it like like a pretty much flawless season in my opinion is the fact that it's so disconnected from everything. You know, it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be... It's its own story. It doesn't have to connect into any previous projects. And I think that's why it's so popular too. Yeah, I think it's compare. it helps you seeing it in a different lens as well. You are... It's not really like you said. It's disconnected where it's fo- fo- some more focus on this character, and then like at the end, especially with Mandalorian, we saw um, Luke Skywalker make a comeback for mm-hmm. it. Um, and then, I mean, it's just kind of hard with like knowing like you have to know who Ahsoka is and knowing all the Clone Wars because you had to watch all that stuff prior to it to kind of understand what's the show, what those characters were, and what their backstory was from that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of yeah. hard and sucks and with that. Yeah, season one just did a great job at introducing new characters. And then season two kind of took like a reverse of that. And it's like, hey, let's bring back old characters. Mm -hmm. And let's do that again with Boba Fett. And bring back like, uh, what's his name? Cad Bane. Kill Mm -hmm. him off right away. (laughs) Killed him off. Yeah, exactly. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess it's kind of like similar to like the Marvel stuff. I mean, it's the same parallel. You have to watch a lot of the stuff prior to understand the movie. Like for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, you had to watch all of Doctor Strange. You had to watch that one or two episode from um, the What If series. You had to watch WandaVision so that way you can understand what happens in Multiverse of Madness. So kind of, I guess there's like parallels to it. So I kind of understand why they're doing it. Kind of like to follow up with it. So. The only thing just to like be a devil's ad- advocate with that is like, you know, WandaVision was like on the same level as like a marvel movie you know like maturity rise story-wise very similar whereas Mm -hmm. like the clone wars compared to like a star wars movie is like child's a a children's it's a child's tv show yeah Mm -hmm. it was on cartoon network when i yeah it was from what i I remember that Mm -hmm. premiering and i know it gets darker moving forward with the seasons but like you know if you didn't grow up on this show like it's pretty it's gonna be hard for you to get into it Mm-hmm. and that's what kind of sucks i try to get into it a couple times and it's just been it's so cringy it's like i can't even watch this yeah it's like there's it's like an old cartoon show that we used to watch as kids and it's like oh let me reminisce and watch these cartoon shows again and it's like ew i like this <laughs> like exactly. I, I remember i tried doing that with one of my old favorite TV, old cartoon shows like courage cowardly dog or like foster's home for imaginary kids uh, I try to rewatching it, but I'm like, ew, this is so fucking freaking cringy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, nah, it's bad. So yeah, but I know like the newer seasons of like the Clone Wars are more darker and I guess have more mm-hmm. adult themes. I guess you'll say. So yes, I know. at least, yeah, that's it's like hard to say like with adult quote unquote themes. So, but I kind of will delve into it at least to like have those people watch get at least to watch it to mm-hmm. understand exactly. Uh... Some other projects they mentioned as well, moving forward, is Tales of the Jedi. It's going to be like an animated show uh, coming this fall, focused on Ahsoka, Count Dooku, and Qui-Gon Jinn. I think we got a picture of that. Looks pretty cool, I would say. Kind of some backstory of Ahsoka and Count Dooku. Looking forward to that. Another show that's coming out, I believe, in 2023, is that recently was announced was Star Wars Skeleton Crew. It looks like... It's directed by John Watts, which we kind of know why he dropped out of Fantastic Four now. Oh, uh, remember, he's director of Sp- all the three Spider-Man within the MCU, was set to direct Fantastic Four. I think like a month and a half ago, he dropped out. No one really knew why. This makes sense now. <laughs> uh, Jude Law is set to start, uh, you know, Dumbledore in the, Dumbledore in the most recent uh, Fantastic Beasts movies. He was the main villain in Captain Marvel, I believe garbage movie (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh but it looks like skeleton crew will follow a group of 10 year old kids from a small planet who get lost in that galaxy far far away and must try to 
try to find their way home. Oh so, my gosh. So, so it's, it's like that beginning line from all those Star Wars movies. Yeah. So it's like, a, I think it's like going to be leaning towards more of like a, a tween kind of drama show a little bit. But okay, I heard it. So I've heard two things. It, it sounds like it's going to be like a kid show. Mm-hmm. But then I also heard, you know, it's going to be like an adult show, but with kids starring it in, as the main characters. Oh, yeah. I see that. I can see that thing going through. So we'll see what that's. Don't really have any idea what that's going to be about. Uh, mm-hmm. We got Star Wars Visions. Uh, that's returning with season two in spring of 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we both can agree we liked aspects of the show, but overall it was kind of a letdown, I would say. Yeah. So this will be interesting if they're going to bring back other animation studios into this. So, because that was kind of like the, that was like kind of the whole premise of what Visions was. Mm -hmm. Using all these other animation studios to make an episode for Star Wars. So, I wonder if that's, if they're going to use the same studios or not. So, that'll be interesting. I really hope they just get longer episodes that are more than 12 minutes. (laughs) That's true. I'm hoping that also, but we'll have to see with that. A nice, like, 35 minute episode just on one story would be glorious i think mm-hmm. i think that's a given that should be a for sure thing uh mm-hmm. it looks like we got a sequel to jedi or star wars jedi fallen order uh called uh star wars jedi survivor mm-hmm. uh, direct sequel i heard the game was amazing i've never played it i have you played it at all no, I haven't played that either. I've played plenty of other Star Wars games. <laughs> I've watched a lot of gameplay with it, and it looks like a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Um, I've heard nothing but good things of it, so I know people are excited for this sequel game. Mm-hmm. We don't really talk a whole lot about video games because we don't play that much. But Yeah, I dabble in a little bit mm-hmm. of it, but yeah, I know you have also, but eh. Yeah, we play our own separate games. <laughs> yeah, I'm, Nint- I'm more of Nintendo- the Nintendo side. You, I know you, I don't know what you are. League of Legends. Oh yeah, that. And then <laughs> I know you have a PS4. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere. I don't know the last time I played that. But anyways, <laughs> uh, Indiana Jones Five was announced, or not announced, but like a preview. Not even a preview. The first image was announced mm-hmm. or shown. You know, they brought on Harrison Ford. Very random. Let yeah. yeah. Let, let's show Indiana Jones at a Star Wars celebration event. What? I was gonna be. I was gonna say, did they actually show us in the Star Wars celebration? Mm-hmm. Why? It's not relevant. And they all they did was show an image. So that's the worst part. Was they even like worth their wild? Do you think it's because it's freaking it? Um, Harrison Ford yeah, and he was freaking exact, Han Solo. Yeah, it's exactly why. I think that's wow. a. I think that's a cheap way, of like hyping a movie like this. I think that's ridiculous. It is cheap. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> But James Mangold is set to direct it, or is directing it, and he directed Wolverine and Logan. Mm. So quite the... Logan's amazing, so people are very excited. If it's going to be similar to that, like, um, director style to mm-hmm. it? Yeah. So, like, how dark it'll be? Mm-hmm. People love Logan, and I, I love Logan. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. To see him like tackle a franchise like Indiana Jones Five, like Indiana Jones is just people are excited. You know, I heard the last Indiana Jones was garbage. Yeah, which Shia LaBeouf was in it, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then and then they discover aliens or some shit. Oh like that. yeah, mm-hmm. you know he hides in a refrigerator to survive a nuke. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I'm like, <laughs> I've only seen parts of it, never actually seen the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's set to release in June thirtieth, twenty twenty three. Oh. I'm curious if it's gonna. I not, this is probably like a weird shot in the dark, but do you think since this was the same director that did Logan, do you think this would be a thing where you can see Indiana Jones dying? Yeah, yeah. I could be wrong. I mean, it's just a very big shot in the dark. But so Indiana Jones is the only franchise I've never watched. Really? Yeah. I've watched like the first. I've watched all three at least. So I've I did a good job at catching up on like in high school catching up on all the older franchises I missed out as a kid. Mm. And Indiana Jones was never one I ended up catching up to. So I see. But I, I watch, like the show. I like rewatched Star Wars movies for the first time in high school, and I just mm-hmm. like I just gave myself like a giant movieation and we'll rewatch mm. everything. Yeah, I mean, I know this series. Oh God, when did these come out? Like probably the eighties mm-hmm. or yep, eighties or so. I think late eighties. Mm-hmm. 
So, and I know, like, my family was so huge in this stuff, so... And I remember I played... <laughs> they had the Lego Indiana Jones video game for this. <laughs> and I remember playing that game as a kid, so, like, I I liked Indiana Jones. I thought it was a cool concept with, like, going to find these artifacts and stuff like that. And, yeah, I think it's cool. It's a, it's a pretty good show, or series that you should mm-hmm. watch one day, so... Hopefully one day. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi... You ready? Ooh, I'm excited. I mean, I've had happy moments with it and interesting thoughts about it. So uh, I think it came out, what, two weeks ago mm-hmm. uh, on a Friday, which was really interesting because now they moved their release dates to Wednesdays for this mm-hmm. show. So anyways, uh, cast for this show, you see Ewan, all the OGs, essentially. Ewan McGregor back as Obi-Wan. We see Hayden Christensen back as Anakin and James Earl Jones is in this as well, painted voice of Darth Vader, which mm-hmm. is really cool to me. Um, and then some other cool cameos, you'll see um, Moses Ingram playing the third sister, Ereva. Uh, and then my favorite cameo, Sung Kong from uh, Fast and the Furious movies. He's playing the fifth brother. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is really surprising because you've seen the um, the art, the makeup on him. It's insane. Like, does that it change with the thing you know i knew he was gonna be in this show and i didn't really i had an idea that he was the fifth brother but i didn't mm-hmm. really like speculate it too much until you mentioned something to me and then yeah. as soon as like you said i was like that yep yeah, that makes sense now mm-hmm. like i knew i i just didn't know when he was popping up uh but don't forget my boy kumal najiani as well that was gonna that was gonna be my last one i was gonna end it with that <laughs> and you ruined it oh, <laughs> our fake jedi yeah the fake jedi which is really weird and sad but yeah he was in that um yeah i this cast is really interesting i love the cast so Bitchin. far in the show it's a good mm-hmm. cast i think it's crazy yes. especially mm-hmm. that the fact that they brought back james earl jones and hayden christensen james yeah. earl jones is 91 years old like dude, which is insane he's old my God, it I'm sounds amazing that. though. It sounds so. It sounds exactly the same as Star Theater. It just sounds brilliant. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, pretty much the premise of this show was that it's been ten years between the end of Revenge of the Sith and this show starting. Just trying to see what Obi Wan Kenobi can do to being sure he's watching over Luke um, as he's growing up in Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's been more than at least seventeen years since that premiere of Revenge of the Sith and. Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, the show itself. So mm-hmm. seeing all these characters come back to fulfill their roles again is just insane. Um, I read something where Anakin or Hayden Christensen, um, in order for him to um, prepare for his role, he had to rewatch all of the Star Wars movies plus yes. clone all plus the Clone Wars stuff. So yeah, he dedicated he... a lot of stuff to this because I forgot he really? voiced the uh, Anakin in that show. So did he? I thought he didn't. I don't remember. Let me see. Yeah, look it up. But yeah, I... You know, I think we both have a general consensus of this show is that we are enjoying it uh, for what it is. Uh, I I think we both can agree that it wasn't... It's not something insane right now, but we are enjoying it. We're liking it. We think it's a great addition to these Disney Plus shows and a great follow-up to the Obi-Wan Kenobi storyline. And I think... I think the first episode has been the weakest so far um but i think episode two and three did a great job of building up uh, the show and kind of moving forward with the storyline and i really like um the introduction of leia i think that's really cool you know luke luke had his own trilogy you know we never really Mm -hmm. got to see it and i was mentioning this to a buddy of mine that you know leia was Leia knew of Obi-Wan Kenobi before, like, everything, you know? She brought the message to him, you know, through R2-D2 in Episode 4. So mm-hmm. she knew him, she had a history with him, and it's kind of cool to see that this was pretty much the introduction of their relationship. Yeah, it's really cool, and I know throughout the show itself, there has been a lot of parallels that you've seen that we can go in depth of that once we get to those episodes of... Um, seeing stuff from the previous movies being intro- being introduced again into Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Just seeing a lot of parallels and similarities. Yeah, I think some of the things I liked in episode one was the conflict that uh, Kenobi and o- Uncle Owen had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was really cool. I thought it was cool that they were chasing a Jedi and eventually, you know, they, they hung him. 
I, That's I was, insane. I really <sighs> wondered if they were going to show like a noose around his neck or not. And when they were like panning up, and I'm kind of mm-hmm. glad they didn't. I thought that would have been a little too dark, but I really too graphic. yeah. But I really like the whole aspects of the Inquisitors, and I think it's really cool. I like the scenes of them like, you know, going around, um, like pretty much interrogating the citizens. You know, mm-hmm. fucking Reva chopping off some some random woman's Just hand. What the fuck? She's dark. Yeah, she's dark crazy. As hell. She's batshit oh crazy. God. I know. I'm hoping, I'm going to guess in the next uh, episode, episode four or so, we're going to probably see her backstory of what made her become, uh, go to the dark side. So mm-hmm. I want to see that. I think she, um, uh, might be a prediction, might be a spoiler, I'm not sure. But, you know, they showed the younglings at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, they have. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure she is one of those younglings. Oh. So, and because they always say the Inquisitors are like Jedi's converted to the dark side to hunt down more mm-hmm. Jedi. So, possibly. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like she's going to be like a previous youngling during Order 66. And and then she just grew up. I see. But I also liked, uh, I liked Alderaan. Very beautiful mm-hmm. city. Um, I like how they were hinting at, you're going to, you're going to rule Alderaan. You're going <laughs> to, you're going to pretty much like, this would be your, like, you'll be in charge one day except when it blows up yeah that's the irony just the huge irony like it's so bad jesus christ yeah it's really really shoving that down your throat and i think that's hilarious yeah here's alderaan it's beautiful Mm -hmm. leia's gonna love it just kidding Mm -hmm. we're setting you guys up for failure pretty much that's it's just (laughs) Oh, now that you said that, I realize I'm like, holy shit, <laughs> that's kind of have to Kara, Kara Dune is from Alderaan in the Mandalorian. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but yeah, I think so far everything with Leia has been great. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought that the chasing episode one was very cringy and dog it was. shit. Yeah, like and literally, you're Leia. Story. Leia's literally like what ten or so? Yeah, they said she was Give a ten take. year old. She's ten, and yet there are two guys who are bigger than like three guys, twice her, three guys twice her size, and you can't chase a little girl. Like, come on, <laughs> that was just stupid in my opinion. I'm sorry. Checking like, out of the show. Come on. Pretty much, yeah. Um, my favorite part was actually I'm not the beginning of that episode one. Just seeing the whole pre or the whole like summary of episodes one through three. Um built into that show i thought that was really cool to me just reminiscing like all those movies into that like what probably five minute um summary into the whole Mm -hmm. show to lead up to what obi-wan kenobi is going to be about essentially i thought that was really cool to me i liked uh the opening scene with the younglings you know order Mm -hmm. 66 is happening and then you see all the jedis like protecting them and then falling and it's just order 66 was fucked up and it was fucked up. You were and i'm everyone. so happy we get to see more of that in this show you know we got to see a little bit again in boba fett with like mm-hmm. a flashback with grogu so we get i'm so happy we get to like see more of it because it doesn't feel like we ever got enough of it in episode <laughs> three yeah episode three it's funny you like seeing all the kids die <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know it was pretty much like oh this is how it's opening up you've got my mm-hmm. attention now mm-hmm. but um, yeah i i was uh with episode one, I was a bit shocked on how little it did focus on Obi-Wan Kenobi. And mm-hmm. this kind of bleeds in throughout the rest of this series. It has a killer supporting cast. Mm-hmm. And I'm still on the fence if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Because right now, it is, it's Obi-Wan Kenobi's show, you know? He, it should be focused on him, but it doesn't feel like it is. I feel like it's going to be focused a lot on Leia more. Leia, Reva, and Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. It's going to focus on that, which I'm hoping it doesn't because you're killing the premise of the show because then you want... It's just, again, with what happened with Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's going to be as bad as Boba Fett, but, like, I feel like we're we're halfway through this season. We should be all focused on Kenobi. Yeah, so... It's getting little tidbits, but it's not to what we expected. hmm And... But I think episode two focused the most on Kenobi and him pretty much saving princess leia and get the introduction of kimal Najiani. Mm-hmm. i hate how they keep he's such a great actor but they bring him on for these like side piece roles 
I want yeah. him to have a big part. Like, have a more Im- bigger impact to the show? Mm-hmm. Like, Kingo. Kingo and Eternals, he just left during the final fight. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping, at least with this, they might... I'm hoping they'll bring it back. And I feel like they have to. Mm-hmm. But it's we'll have to, It's just something you'll have to see. Because I'm trying to think, what else has he really done for the show? Besides, so I mean, what help um, Obi-Wan Kenobi find where... Um, where Leia was kept at, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. So, Meh. we'll have to see. And then giving him the got the, the little thing where he can go to the rendezvous point for mm-hmm. Jedi's and stuff. I mean, maybe, but we'll have to see. Yeah. Did you like I episode think, two? I liked. I was episode two was pretty cool. Um, going back to like what I said about the parallels, the one cool thing I saw was when you see Obi Wan Kenobi pretty much rescuing Leia. That was the same thing that happened when Leia was captured and then she gets saved by Luke Skywalker. Oh, so, shit. From episode four. So, I did not catch that. Yeah, so you just see, like, the door opening that that Obi-Wan does and Luke Skywalker does, and you just see Leia just sitting there. Like, who are you? And stuff like that. So it's just, like, cool seeing they pretty much mimicked it, and it's kind of like, oh, so she had, she gets kidnapped as a kid. And then, like, years later when she's an adult, she'll get kidnapped again. Again, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I like how the first time, though, she, like, you know, Obi-Kenobi, like, jumped in the room and she attacked him. But Mm -hmm. then in episode four, she's just chilling. Yeah. She's probably like, oh, I should learn my lesson. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, episode two was, I think it was decent. I don't know how much I like the whole chasing one villain. That was, It's such a poor lazy storyline in my opinion mm-hmm. and then like seeing how um obi-wan kenobi can gain the trust of leia the only thing that made her gain trust was leia running away and then she falls off a building and then obi-wan had to pretty much use the force to save her from dying and that's what changed leia's perspective on trusting obi-wan kenobi like, yeah come on <laughs> yeah you saved my life now yeah. i can trust you instead we never said hmm. the writing was good kyle <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah, I think the best part of this episode was just seeing Reva interact with Kenobi on the mm-hmm. cargo ship mm-hmm. and pretty much revealing that Anakin's alive, Darth, he's Darth Vader, you didn't know, and then her just straight up killing the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, she really wants to kill Obi-Wan. I know, she's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. She's like... bad shit. I think she's awesome as a villain. And mm-hmm. I'm very curious to see where she moves forward. But mm-hmm. I also heard that the Grand Inquisitor is not dead. Oh, that makes sense. So I feel I heard, like they can just I heard revive he themselves. Appears, he appears in Rebels. So mm. so you can't really kill him off now for Rebels to come up later on. So that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying know. to think. Do you think Reva and Obi-Wan had like a connection in the past? I feel like there's there's got to be. Because she hates mm-hmm. his guts. Pretty, she, yeah, she, like she really bad. She wants him dead. <laughs> And uh, we see that more in episode three. Episode three, I think we can both agree on was the best episode yet. Mm-hmm. I think, I think most of that had to deal with like the introduction of Darth Vader again. Yeah, just seeing Darth Vader again in its full glory, seeing the suit up of Anakin becoming Darth Vader, just as like a normal person, like leaving his little back to tank mm-hmm. and becoming what we know now, see now as Darth Vader, just normalizing himself, like. It just gave me chills because I still remember that whole suit up scene from the Res- Revenge of the Sith. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I love that part. At least he so didn't cool. scream no this time. I know <laughs> the cringy no. no. <laughs> <laughs> so it's cool just seeing him just suit up just so he can do his job. Essentially, mm-hmm. trying to find Anakin or whatever he wants to kill. Be sure all the Jedi's are dead. People are trash in this episode, which is a. I've heard that also. I don't, I don't know, know why. why. Uh, so. You know, we get. I love, I love this scene with Darth Vader comes to the town. Mm-hmm. He's walking down I, the hallway, fucking choking a man out, and then just for no reason, and then <laughs> snaps the neck of his child. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. What like, the fuck? Yeah, like you're just and only because you're just trying to find Obi Wan, and you're just. I guess he's his intention was he'll just do this stuff, in order for Obi Wan to come like save the day or whatever. So that it's just my mouth dropped when he snapped the neck i was like is this mm-hmm. for real you know really we get that? to see how villainous he was in rogue one at the end scene mm-hmm. with the hallway fight 
and but this is like this is a new level he is fucking dark and it is insane you're seeing the birth of like him being darker and darker now Mm -hmm. yeah because we never we never really got that in uh what is it uh the rest of the movies or the earlier movies we just kind of like he was the main villain you know we Mm -hmm. didn't really get to see that and it's really cool just to see that aspect like his yeah because you're seeing him in this way darker side and i guess i feel like probably in episodes four five and six it was kind of mellowed out Mm -hmm. i guess because he was trying to change into becoming somewhat of a good person especially towards like episode six yeah it was okay but like just seeing him snap a neck was just like i jumped out of my chair i was like i did not see that coming especially a child's neck like a teenager i was like oh my god he's fucked up he's he's so messed up he's so messed up he took obi-wan and he threw him in a fucking fire yeah another parallel oh my god i love that so much he's like i burned now it's your turn exactly you've you've one did that shit to him and freaking oh my god he's so unhinged it's it's amazing it's so fucked up (laughs) he had to do what he had to do he felt he needed his revenge Mm -hmm. i know exactly what do you think of like the the fights the fight between obi-wan and darth vader i thought it was cool because it was essentially their first fight together um, you just seen like An or Obi Wan just shocked that this is who Anakin became mm-hmm. is this Sith Lord essentially seeing him in this whole new outfit that he thought he killed um, Anakin more than ten years ago he didn't re- Anakin or Obi Wan never realized he killed him or thought he was dead for these past ten years until Reva told he's still alive um, Obi Wan I just thought that was chills for like when I heard that from episode two and just seeing obi-wan realize he's not dead is just mind-blowing to me i i think that fight between the two of them made sense i think everyone Mm -hmm. is like complaining right now that it's so anti-comalic it's so vanilla it's nothing special and just kind of going off the aspects of like obi-wan kenobi is not the same fighter as he was 10 years ago yeah darth vader Mm -hmm. only got stronger but Darth mm-hmm. Vader doesn't want to kill him right away, as you can mm-hmm. tell when he throws him in the fire. Like, he wants to torture him. He wants to, like, pick at him. And feel his wrath. Feel mm-hmm. what happened. Feel his pain, essentially. Mm-hmm. And they have a connection. So I just feel like it's not going to be a simple one-off fight. Like, they are destined to duel for each other with each other mm-hmm. for multiple more times. And I mm-hmm. think this only is going to lead up to a bigger fight that they have between each other, probably in Episode 6 probably because like i guess it's in like obi-wan's head it's like oh my it's still in shock to him that he's still alive also mm-hmm. like does he want to hurt him again from what he did last time like i think that's in his head is he doesn't want to do anything yet he wants to probably understand what anakin is going through and like what happened and mm-hmm. stuff so just to see the change that he's become so yeah excited uh, I'm excited for what episode four is going to be now. So, what are your final thoughts like on the show so far? Uh so far, I for these first three episodes, for the first half essentially, I'm really happy of how it's been. Pretty good. Obviously, there have been some very poor writing styles in this, with certain chase scenes that are not up to par to what I liked. Um, but I think it's still giving the viewers the fan service for seeing Obi Wan Kenobi and anakin slash star vader coming back again um and seeing reva just being dark as hell essentially killing everyone just to get what she wants to get um i'm curious of how this show is going to be played out for the next next back half of the series so i'm hoping it should be fine yeah like <laughs> and three more weeks us, yeah and not give us another show where it's not focused on obi-wan kenobi but instead it's focused on dark vader no <laughs> or leia or reba essentially so i think i get, i agree with those aspects as well i think i'm enjoying it enough i think it's a pretty good time you know i don't i don't think it's bad right now um i think the actress who's playing leia is doing a fantastic job she's definitely mm-hmm. giving off the vibes of carrie fisher she's doing a great job i think the writing for that character was you could tell a lot of thought was put into it I think they're jamming like the whole throat 
down your throat thing with her like being a rebel like you're so strong and smart for your age you're gonna do so much leading and just a little too much i would say but mm-hmm. i i love reva she's awesome i just wish i the one character i love the most in this show should be obi-wan and i feel like at this point I think I'm enjoying watching Reva and Darth Vader on the screen more. Yeah. And I just hope they dive a little bit more into the PTSD that Obi-Wan is like experiencing. Um, he's, you know, he keeps reaching out to Qui-Gon Jinn. I eventually think we're going to end up seeing Liam Neeson as a force ghost. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Also, I'm like, he better come back. It's, gotta be, it's, it's a for sure thing. Like we know it's probably going to be happen. like, an, it's probably like an episode five thing. Yeah, I exactly. Like. <laughs> I could see that happening. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I, I I think the next three weeks are gonna be fun, and I hope mm-hmm. I hope they maintain the trend of just keep going up and up. Like each episode beats beats the previous one. Because mm-hmm. I know from the episode end of episode three, you just see Reva kidnap, um, taking Leia away. So uh, yeah, yeah. So we'll it's just a giant this. ass chase scene. That's it a, is a chase plot line, and it's just mm-hmm. it shouldn't be like this. It's kind of like a wasted plot line. I feel yeah. like. Mm-hmm. So it's people. not focused it's not focused on like um i guess it makes sense because we haven't really seen leia as like a kid yet so mm-hmm. it's more focused with that kind of plot line but you need again focus also on obi-wan and not make sure we're seeing him grow uh to the person that he is i had a co-worker so. tell me today that he thought this show has been the best show disney plus star wars show beating the mandalorian i was like i was gonna say really <laughs> I liked him. I'm like, dude, you're crazy. Yeah, he probably is. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I think that wraps up our little discussion of the first few episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, thank you all for listening. We truly appreciate it. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, uh, follow us on Instagram, listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and then tune in to our next episode as we will be discussing Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm excited for this one, actually. Yeah, I, know. I, I, I can't wait. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys later. Bye, guys.